I feel like you should do the intro for this because this is like your episode. Is that going to freak people out? <laughs> Things are different here. <laughs> it's Halloween. We're getting weird. <laughs> it's Halloween. It's a bonus episode. And that means Claire introduces the title, which means it's going to go wrong. Because I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing. I'm Claire. <laughs> This is where you come in. And I'm Grace. And this is Fine Fairings Podcast. We act like we haven't done this, but we just recorded. <laughs> and yet. And yet. Uh, oh, anyway. Cool. So, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> or what day is it actually today? I will look it up. It is going to be the 30th. Happy Halloween two. No, 29th. Happy Halloween in two days. Sorry. I don't know what day it is ever. <laughs> yeah, quarantine has messed us all up, yep. and we all, as I was telling Grace, it's like every day feels like it's either Tuesday, Friday, or the weekend. Anyway, what I brought uh, for you today is that I is that I found this uh, fanfic a while back. I think I actually found this when I found the BuzzFeed Unsolved uh, fic. Good episode. And it was so good that I was hoping, I actually wanted to wait until more chapters were written mm -hmm. to bring it to the podcast. Has that happened? No. Damn it. <laughs> but I've just, I've waited too long. Um, she it's has not ever going to get uploaded. Yeah, it was like Ugh. last updated um, in July of 2019. So Ugh. I'm hoping that... What is the, who is the author? The author. Maybe we can get her to. Yes, make it I'm happen. hoping. I'm hoping that 99 ghosts. 99 ghosts. 99 ghosts in the wall. 99, 99 bottles of ghosts. ghosts. You take one down, pass it around. 99 bottles of ghosts. Yes, and I'm hoping <laughs> that she, he, they will come back out of retirement so. because I'm not going to read some of the notes, but in a lot of the notes, uh, they allude to the fact that there are elements of the story that they were hesitant about writing or there's, Ooh. there's plot points coming ahead that they don't know if they have the capabilities. I am here so to intrigued. say... At the end, tell me what they are, because like I don't know what that could possibly mean. Because fan fiction goes everywhere, so and like, no limits. And you, will, and you will see. We can discuss it at the end. But anyway, it's uh, so it is a non-complete... But yeah. I am hoping that we can convince them to come out of retirement and finish writing. The power of Halloween. Give it to us, 99 ghosts. Make it 100 ghosts. Give make, us one more. Make the Mystery Incorporated Files complete. Okay, it's the Mystery Incorporated Files. Yes. When I had found this, the thing that, mo the tag that most intrigued me was Scooby-Doo, but gritty. Yes. And so I think it's the Mystery Incorporated Files to make it like X-Files-y, mm -hmm. um, but I don't think there are fics related to this. Because ah, this seems like it would be rife for like an episodic like... Oh, yes. Episode one of the Mystery Incorporated Files, da-da-da, episode two, we oh, yes. more like... It seems like it'd be fun. And maybe... Very much like the regular Scooby-Doo. Yes, and maybe this could turn into that, but alas. You gotta come back then. First... Years. We gotta dive into some spooky content. Spooky. Um, which is why the drink pairing I've brought for you yes. is a Scooby snack it that I have reinterpreted as a cocktail, aka made it gritty by blending a bunch of ice in it. It smells like a banana. <laughs> yes. So a Scooby it's snack. Green, which is first alarming, and then the smell was not. Green. Yes. So a Scooby snack. So this drink it is equal parts. Uh, Malibu rum, melon liqueur, ah. 
banana liqueur, mm-hmm. and then pineapple juice. I was going to say, it smells exactly like a banana runt. Yes, <laughs> it does. It's, um, it's, does Actually, smell very I can't stop smelling bit. it. It smells so specific. Right? But yes, it's a fun, um, ectoplasmic green it's color. It's very, very green. And it's got like a, like a spooky foam. Yes. Like a... Kind of like a witch cauldron almost. Oh, if you yes. put this in a cauldron, I would think it was like a, I did, a witch's brew. I did consider, nice um, yeah, I did consider you could get dry ice and Ooh. then make it like. That seems complicated. Smoky that way. We're I've done that. it with drinks that way, but you got to be careful that you don't drink the dry We're ice. We're not that high. <laughs> so, spoiler alert, it's dangerous. Anyway, take a sip. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. Yep. Hmm. Okay. I'm into it. It tastes like a it tastes like a banana popsicle that someone poured vodka. Over. <laughs> yeah, it's very um, bananas foster, but with it's so banana forward. Like I can't taste any other flavor. It's straight mm-hmm. up. It's straight up banana popsicle. There were some recipes that didn't have the banana in it, but since I was in the quest to make it as a cocktail and not a shot, I you was like more alcohol. Anyway, mysteries incorporated. The mystery incorporated files by Ninety Nine Ghosts. Prepare for Scooby Doo, but gritty like Rivendell's. <laughs> also, yeah, sorry. What did I say? It's, it's not a Rivendale. It's fine. Is that where the elves are from in Lord of the Rings? I don't yes, know. Lord of maybe. The Rings. <laughs> I think I did that. Anyway, what's fun is that this fic takes place in Minneapolis. Why? <laughs> there is a lot of murder here. So, if that's it. It doesn't actually come up, except there's like kind of some funny parts, so you'll is see. Is the author from I guess you wouldn't know. I don't know, but Ugh. I think... It there, seems like a choice. You'll see. There's a couple of gags that they make on Minnesota's behalf, Ugh, so okay. you'll see. Well, that's fun. Anyway, chapter one. Hmm. Prelude to Minneapolis. <laughs> don't feed Scooby, Shag. He already ate, and you're just going to make him hurl again. Fresh called. Yes. <laughs> Can Scooby talk in this version, or is he just a dog? No, he's a regular dog. I, okay, I figured, but like, that'd be funny. <sighs> I agree. You're just going to make him hurl again, Fred called, looking to the rearview mirror of his van to spot Shaggy and his service dog in the back. Shaggy raised a pointed middle finger up to where Fred could see. Cheese puffs aren't going to kill my dog, man, he responded, taking a rolled up joint out of his mouth to speak. Shaggy had long bony fingers and his messy brown hair was kept at bay by a dark green beanie. The man was incredibly tall and his hands were covered in cheese dust as he tossed a cheese puff to the Great Dane laying next to him, who caught it in his mouth. Maybe not, but smoking in here definitely will, a nasally voice piped up. Velma, a small woman wearing a large brown coat over an orange turtleneck, gazed up at Shaggy from where she was sitting. Due to the late hour of the night, the light from the laptop in front of her reflected off her thick glasses. And it'll kill Daphne at that. I'll be fine. Oh no. (laughs) A tired redhead responded from the passenger seat. Daphne was a feeble-looking girl, currently curled up under a blanket, riddled with a variety of diseases that weakened her immune system and hurt her lungs. What? (laughs) It's great. What? Gritty. It's gritty, what? Grace. So, uh, like, I guess Daphne is, like, thin in the cartoon. I think like, this is just the... an artistic choice. Okay, because, like, this seems like a very specific interpretation. I think of, like, this is just to be dark. I, th- I think that's Because, like, Shaggy being a stoner, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is she... Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask And, questions. like, Velma's, like... I don't... This comes up later, but Velma... Had, Has like, autism. A... No. <laughs> that would is track. Is a lesbian. Yes. Yes! Um, also, she's a weightlifter with a black belt. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> You're kidding. So, like, that was kind of funny. Oh, I like, I'm more into that, actually. No, right? I was like, okay. <laughs> she was currently wearing a mask that helped filter oxygen for her as she tried to sleep. Yeah. Thelma's right, Shaggy. Can you put that blunt away for a bit? At least until we get to a gas station? Maybe you should try to sleep, Fred piped up, his eyes darting from the lit highway in front of him back to the rearview mirror. 
It's about another four hours before we hit Minnesota. So sleeping's probably, sleeping will probably be a good idea. Mm -hmm. No way, mm -hmm. man. Shaggy shook his lazy head and wriggled out of his oversized green jacket. I can put out the joint, but this YouTuber I dig should be posting soon. And like, I want to catch that. Jenna Marbles? <laughs> Tears stream down my face. <laughs> I will try to fix, fix you. you. <laughs> we miss you, Jenna. She listened to this. But, oh God, that would be like... I would cry. I would cry. <laughs> Jenna Marbles, Thelma asked, her attention returned to her laptop as she wrote. She's not posting this week. She's on vacation, She's remember? She's not posting ever! She's on vacation, Grace! She's on vacation! I know she is! She'll be fine. She's doing fine. She'll be fine. Fuck. Shaking ground. <laughs> me? Fine. Whatever. I'll sleep. Hey, Velm, could you throw me a blanket? A pink furry blanket it neatly rolled up was tossed at the stoner, knocking him over because he's made of paper. <laughs> he laughed he laughed a bit before unfurling the blanket and tossing over and tossing it over himself and his dog who was comfortably lying down next to him. The dog's collar red. Scooby Doo. Like, wake me up when we stop for breakfast, okay? Shaggy piped up. Can do. Fred gave a thumbs up to confirm. What's Fred's thing? Are we gonna get there? No. Oh. Fred is just gritty. Fred. Fred Fred is not gritty. No. We need to grit up Fred. Fred is only gritty in that he um is uh, his father wanted him to go to Yale and then come back to Crystal Cove where they're from and he's instead not doing wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Is Crystal Cove canonically where the Scooby-Doo gang is from? Yes, apparently. Can do, Fred gave a thumbs up to confirm and Shaggy made a tired yay <laughs> sound before supposedly drifting yay. off to sleep. Pretty soon, the only sounds were the keyboard of Velma's laptop, the hum of Daphne's ventilator and the radio quietly playing old 60s beats. Uh, Fred soon found himself lost in thought as he drove humming along to the classic music. He honestly couldn't believe he and the gang were were all out of school. They were adults now, free to make their own decisions. Oh, I forgot they weren't adults. They were like right? high school kids. Yeah, right? wild. Right? Uh, free to make their own decisions, do whatever they wanted. None of them had really had that much freedom before. Freddy? Daphne weakly raised her voice a bit to catch his attention. Babe, it's like 4 a.m. Why are you still awake? Fred gently responded, concern seeping into his tone. I just... It's crazy. Daphne giggled nervously, but had to stop so she wouldn't cough. We're fresh out of school, but instead of planning for college or jobs or anything, we're on the road, headed across the country. Well, we can make our own choices now, Fred nodded. And who needs college anyway? All my dad ever wanted for me was to go to Harvard or Yale or whatever. Getting to see the country, know all the opportunities I have close up, that's what I want. So in this canon, they just were like, let's go. Yeah, they were like. <laughs> They're not a mystery team yet. I mean, are they? Yes, they are. It comes up later mm. that they do go around like solving mysteries, but okay. so they're not just gonna like have this is not no. an origin story. No, no, no. This okay, is not good, like good, 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 good. this is not like uh, four friends and a dog happen upon a murder and are like, oh no. No, they like <laughs> they do normally solve like just like the show. They mm. solve paranormal stuff, okay, but good, then it's good. like I like that one. Mm -hmm. All my parents ever wanted for me was to marry rich the ginger mumbled pulling her blanket closer they were so happy when we started dating and now we're going against everything they wanted we're out of crystal cove it's amazing that's a real adventure pumpkin Blech. fred smiled softly but really you need to sleep more than anyone else here get some rest daph i know you're just as excited as all of us but i want you to take care of yourself daphne nodded her smile faltering a bit yeah i need to rest i guess my thinking just got me so excited you know 
Her smile came back on, and she went back to settling into sleep, leaning her seat back to better lie down. Fred put his attention back onto the road, turning the radio down a bit to better ease Daphne's sleep. I booked us a hotel in Minneapolis, Velma piped up. It's kind of surprising how many hotels are shitty to people with service animals. <laughs> Fred nodded solemnly. He heard the horror stories from Shaggy back before they spent much time together, and now it was even more clear to him the issues that people can have with service dogs. They had to leave so many restaurants or have Shaggy and Scooby wait in the van. It really sucked. Wait, what's Shaggy's thing? I think he has... What he needs a service animal for? It doesn't really come up. I think he has anxiety... Uh, but uh, we don't get into it in the four chapters that we have. Oh. Thanks, Velm, Fred responded. You gonna sleep now? Probably, Velma shrugged, running a hand through her messy brown hair. Average human needs around seven hours, after all. Maybe you should pull over somewhere and rest up, too. I'll be all right, Fred smiled and waved a hand nonchalantly. I like driving, and I'm not that tired right now. Don't worry about me, all right? Okay. Velma shut her laptop and put her glasses into their case. Grabbing another blanket, she laid down onto her side and curled up like some kind of little nerdy burrito. <laughs> Fred sighed and rubbed his eyes a bit. He was so excited to get to see new places, meet new people, and he couldn't shake a sense of dread. His father had told him the rest of the world was dangerous, that the only places he ever need to go were Crystal Cove, then an Ivy League college, then back to Crystal Cove. Fred knew it was all bu bullshit. If there was danger, he had his friends with him, and they were all adults now who could handle themselves. But still, anything could happen on the road. He shook his head and kept driving, turning the music back up to keep himself awake. Chapter two, Minneapolis. <laughs> uh, so in this chapter, uh, they check into the hotel and Daphne has bad lungs because she was born premature and has a ah. compromised immune system. Mm. So she's just kind of like generally weak, but they've like all known each other for a really long time. This is where she like is like. Fred, get my bags. And then she's sort of like, why am I asking Fred to do it? Velma could totally arm wrestle him and like take hmm. him out. Okay. And do it. Um, I like this Velma. Right. And then um, they do kind of, she does kind of get a feeling that there's something off about the hotel. Mm. Um, but she can't so really. It feels weird. Yeah. She's like, I can't really place my finger on it. Mm. Uh, once all of Daphne's gear was unloaded, she and Fred walked into the lobby of the hotel. <clears throat> the first thing Daphne noticed was that it was freezing. Hmm. Jinkies, she grumbled. Ghosts. I get Minnesota's supposed to be cold, but is everyone going to melt if it's not winter temps around here? Yes. <laughs> that is, in fact, what... It was almost 80 degrees today. Yeah. I'm... And I was like, this is too much. I went out to rake leaves in a sweatshirt and mm -hmm. then had to take it off because uh -huh. it was the wrong... <laughs> Yesterday... No, was it two days ago? It was like 60. It's supposed to be 60 tomorrow. That's fine with me. Whatever. I have to paint my deck. Like, I, it can't be 80. That's... I would get sweaty. I, I would love that. Right? I just would like to be able to rake my leaves in like Jeez. a reasonable temperature and for it not and to not be raining. Sweat. Yes. I just want to be dry in my leaves. Okay? <laughs> a simple, a simple request. They're probably just keeping it cooler because it's summertime and it is really humid here in Minnesota. That so I get it, but also... You gotta overcorrect. Yeah. <laughs> Fred reasoned as he stopped in front of an elevator and pressed the up button. But it is a ghost. <laughs> but it does feel a bit extreme. A bit extreme? That's like saying my shopping addiction is a bit out of hand. Daphne uh -huh. joked. You do have a point. <laughs> the elevator doors slid open and the duo stepped inside. The doors closed and the elevator began a slow climb up. What's this hotel called? Daphne asked. I forgot to check the sign when we were walking in. It's the Snowy Peak Inn, J Fred recalled. Built in 1963. It's actually technically the second location in what is now a widespread chain hotel chain in the northern Midwest. <laughs> Jinkies, you looked this place up, huh? Daphne smirked. What? 
hey, Thelma might be into crimes and science, but I got an A in history for a reason. Besides, it's also an impressive business. I could mention it to my dad if I ever decide to write him. An impressive business. Cool. The ginger looked around. Not so impressive tech, though. Are we even on the second floor yet? The elevator's pretty old, I think, Fred explained. We'll get there. Just be patient. Daphne huffed and crossed her arms. She was never good with waiting. After what felt like an eternity, the door slid open. Come on, Scoob. Like, it's just a hallway, a familiar voice groaned. Shaggy seemed to be experiencing some difficulty taking his service dog into his respective hotel room. This is why people don't think it's a service dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> Scooby's eyes were dead set on something in the hallway, and a low, quiet growl could be heard in the Great Dane's throat. Whoa, what's up, Shag? Freddy asked as he and Daphne stepped out of the elevator. Like, Scooby's freaking out about nothing, man. Shaggy yelped. I don't know what's pissing him off so much. It's, but it's like, seriously creeping me out. <laughs> oh, come on, Daphne rolled her eyes. Don't you have a special command or something to get him to snap out of it? Judging by his body language, I think he's just trying to protect Shaggy from something, Velma piped up as she stepped out of her hotel room. Perhaps Scooby can see something we can't. Silence for a moment. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> That's what the sentence says. Like a stage direction. <laughs> I'm kidding, Velma deadpanned. <laughs> that stuff isn't real. Scooby's probably just smelled something he didn't like. The loud creak of a door broke Scooby-Doo's apparent trance. What is that awful noise? A tall woman with thin lips and bright green eyes groaned before stopping and staring at the game. You've brought a, a dog into a hotel? She's gonna be inside the monster suit later. <laughs> right? Glad. They don't just bring up crotchety people. <laughs> You're a real pill. I'm gonna see you later behind a mask. I'm going to haunt you till you leave with your service dog. Right? He's a service animal, Velma explained. Our friend here suffers from certain conditions. That's... I don't believe you. I'm sure he does, the woman sneered. But a dog in a hotel like this is unacceptable. There are people here who hate dogs. <laughs> that wouldn't be my first reason, but okay. Right? And there's people here that hate snooty old ladies, but you don't see us complaining. Daphne Damn. snapped. <laughs> The woman seemed shell-shocked. can't talk back to a woman with a ventilator. Right? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> you keep that damned dog away from me, you idiotic children, she hissed. Would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Meddling dog. Do you even know who I am? A three-time <laughs> three divorcee with a plastic surgery addiction? Velma guessed. My name is Melinda Halbersberger. Ring a bell? Wait, is she related to Keith Halbersberger? <laughs> From the Try Guys? Is she his grandma? Clearly, yes. I'm going to imagine just Keith in a wig. The woman snapped. <laughs> Habersburger? Shaggy asked. Like, isn't that kind of some kind of sandwich? Shaggy, no. <laughs> My husband is Jacob Habersburger, world-renowned millionaire. He runs the Habersburger Charity for Health. The woman, Melinda, nearly shrieked. I'm sorry, ma'am. Fred tried to defuse the situation, but that doesn't ring a bell. We'll be sure to leave you alone for the rest of our stay, though. You better. I don't know why she has this weird accent, but she does. I can't tell how old she is, which I really like. Melinda snarled. I'm, I'm filing a formal complaint to hotel management as soon as I'm able. And with that, she slammed the door to her room. What's the wife of a millionaire doing in a hotel like this? It Velma asked rickety. herself. You're right. Velma, it, the AC is broken. And the elevator took seven years to get to the second floor. And there's either a ghost or a gas leak in their hallway. <sighs> ah, maybe she's friends with the owners, Fred shrugged. Let's try to forget about the situation for now. 
Shaggy nodded and led a nervous-looking Scooby into the hotel room. Velma followed after the duo and shut the door, leaving Fred and Daphne alone. What a pig, Daphne mumbled. I hate pompous rich people, acting like they're so much better than everyone else because they have money. You know, you used to act like that, Fred reminded Daphne. So did you! We were stupider back when we were in school. Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Up until we bought this old, old van and learned what it's like to not have nice Went things. Went to Minnesota. I'm just saying we shouldn't judge. She could just be having a bad day. Still, Daphne sighed as she pressed her room key into the door slot. I don't like her. I've heard of the Habersburger Charity for Help. Help? For health? You got it. <laughs> she, they helped to fund a few organ transplant at the Crystal Cove General Hospital. I never really liked them. It almost felt like they were doing these life-saving acts just to get all the credit for, well, saving someone's life. Mm. Never felt altru altruistic or caring or anything. She pushed the door open and stepped into her hotel room. How is it even colder in here? Whoa. Hey, calm down, Daph, Fred spoke. Calmly spoke. Let's get settled down and we'll be able to warm up when we lay down in a real bed. Oh. Hata. Bang chicka She has bad lungs. <laughs> she can still get it. You're right. That's I'm, what the ventilator's for. That's true. I'm wrongfully... I'm <laughs> limiting. Limiting people with disabilities. My bad. All right, <laughs> Daphne yawned. When are we waking up? Around... Oh my god, I forgot about this time thing. Around noon, one of Velma's blog friends is meeting us for brunch, Fred explained. It's eight now. That gives us about four more hours to snooze. Specific. Yeah. Also, the sun would be up. It's 8 a.m. Yes. Going to bed. Also, that lady who's like, pop down. It's it's 8 a.m. You can It's a normal time to be awake and right? doing things. Yeah. The quiet hours are over. <laughs> Oh, the continental breakfast has been out for two hours. Ex exactly. <laughs> I was quiet time. Exactly. I was like, uh, the night shift's over. <laughs> Sounds good to me, Daphne nodded. Maybe the bed will help my back after sleeping in the van seat. Fred frowned. You didn't tell me you were uncomfortable. It's a van, Fred. It was implied. <laughs> oh my God, Freddy. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Let's just get to bed. Ooh, they seem like they are having some conflict. Ooh, right? Daphne shook her head. Fred was always such a serious guy. Or, well, not serious but concerned. She could hardly joke about her chronic illness. <laughs> she could hardly joke about her chronic illness without Fred worrying for her increasing tenfold. Once she had the audacity to joke about wanting to take one too many pain pills after seeing one of Shaggy's horrible food combinations. That's a fine joke. That makes sense. <laughs> Bad idea. Freddie almost started crying. Oh genuinely God. crying. Like, yeah, maybe it was worrying, but it wasn't like she meant it. Freddie just couldn't take a joke sometimes, she figured. She rolled her face. It's that on some level. <laughs> you gotta have a sense of humor. <laughs> she rolled her ventilator to the side of the bed and switched out her cannula for the face mask once more before laying down on the soft pillow mattress and letting out a sigh of relief as she wrapped herself in the blankets. She felt the familiar weight of Fred cl gently climbing into the bed next to her, and she smiled softly. Even if he was a bit of a buzzkill sometimes, he was still her boyfriend. She loved him. Knowing he was by her side helped Daphne drift off into a peaceful slumber. The last words she heard were a ghostly female voice whisper into her ear. Check the basement. Ew. <laughs> right? Of the hotel? Yeah. Wait. How? Right? I mean, I guess hotels have basements. Right? Like you do. Just, you know... <laughs> I can't fall asleep after something spooky like that. Sometimes, uh, but also, I mean, maybe this isn't one of Daphne's conditions, but like sleep 
paralysis is a real thing. True. So anytime someone's like, I was like half awake and I heard this thing, I'm like, I under I feel like you did hear that thing, but that thing was your brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say often as I'm like um, falling asleep, then it's like I'll start dreaming, but then I'm still like lightly mm-hmm. awake, and so I think I heard something, but mm-hmm. then I didn't. But then sometimes it wakes me up because I'll be like, "What was that?" And then it's like, "It's probably nothing." All right, <clears throat> next chapter, strawberry chapter three, strawberry syrup. What? Um, so this is where they meet up with Velma's friends for brunch and we learn a oh, little bit. blog friends. Is she a blogger? Yes. Cute. Or she's a, she's a freelance journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, so she and at least Shaggy have a blog that they use for money, um, where they like blog about their travels mm-hmm. and the paranormal investigations that they have like solved. Hmm. Um, okay. Velma. Yeah. And then so like Velma is additionally also working. Um, she submits articles to the Daily Hearse. So she just submitted one called like the psychology of serial killer fangirls. And the thing that made me giggle the most is she also, um, she makes a lot of disparaging remarks about snuff feed and snuff feed on some level. So, um, like a snuff film. It seems like that feed, except, um, it seems to be a call out of Buzzfeed. Because, so she... Okay, so it's like a true crime BuzzFeed. Yes. That's a funny name. Because um, she wrote an article for them called The Ten Deadliest Damsels, and then one of her friends used to be a producer on Snuff Feed Unsolved. <laughs> what a good time to right? last Halloween. Okay. Right? And so they keep... Um, so basically, Velma keeps being like, I know it's not really like classy, but you know, they're it's not the best, but they do but pay they me. But they a million articles a day. Yeah, they do pay me, and it's good money but I know it's not as ethical as it could be blah 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 and it's just like pretty funny I wonder if this person has maybe had relations with uh-huh. BuzzFeed and solved or BuzzFeed in some mm-hmm. way cause a lot of people have cut ties with BuzzFeed mm-hmm. and so like one of her friends was like you know girl I used to work for Snuff Feed Unsolved sometimes you just gotta make that money and they're basically like it's a great launching off point like you work there for a while you make your connections you move on and then uh, Velma's friends have a YouTube uh, channel where they tape supernatural happenings and like Fred is mm. like, your special effects are like super great. And they're like, um, it's not special it's effects, real. but like all of the gang is like, that's uh-huh. not real. They're like, every time we've investigated something, it's always like a human behind a rubber mask. So whatever. So here we are at the brunch. And so Shaggy is like, dude, that show is like the only snuff feed thing I'll ever watch. <laughs> yeah, same. This is <laughs> Wes, one of Velma's friends. <laughs> Right? Accurate. Yeah, same. Hey, you guys mind if I ask you why you chose to stay at Snowy Peak? Like, with the missing person case? Wes, Velma's friend, asked, mm. causing Fred to raise a brow. What missing person case? Patty O'Malley? The missing Instagram model? Wes pulled out his phone and pulled up a rather popular Instagram account. She was last seen checking into the Snowy Peak Hotel before she went missing. Her last post was from her hotel room two weeks ago. Ew. I feel like I heard of Patty O'Malley. Daphne chimed in. It was the Habsburger. (laughs) It's the Habsburger. Daphne chimed in, her mouth full of bacon. Turkey bacon, but still. Uh, She got in a big scandal last year. Something about pissing off vegans. I don't know, Mila shrugged. (laughs) Mila's one of Velma's friends as well. Vegans are an understanding people. What are you talking about? I don't know. They're pretty... Loving and understanding. (laughs) Yep, those were the words I was going to pick. Some of them are, and some of them want to murder me in a very non-vegan way. 
and they're not wrong, but uh, I feel <laughs> conflicted about it. <laughs> Instagram isn't my thing. Nevertheless, I figured maybe you guys were trying to investigate, Wes explained. After all, solving crimes is your guy's thing. Velma frowned. Missing person cases were different from the usual issues her and the gang had to handle in Crystal Cove. This could easily be a human trafficking issue, which she and the others weren't qualified to look into at all. Mm -hmm. But then again, it could perhaps also be a murder, which was a bit more her style. Which is also something (laughs) they're not qualified to look into. I know, that's what I think, but, you know, Velma... I guess if you have experience, sure. We didn't know about this, Fred responded. I'm shocked we never heard of this until now. Well, if anyone can solve it, it's you guys, Mila smirked. It'll give you guys a great subject to cover on your blog. Like, I wasn't expecting us to start investigating any spooks or shit before, like, next week. So would it be alright if I, like, got a bit distant from this case for now? Shaggy asked. Like, I just need some time to mentally prepare, you know? And this is where I think Shaggy has anxiety issues. (laughs) That's perfectly fine, Shaggy, Velma nodded. Sorry about the sudden subject change, Wes laughed nervously. Did you guys catch that new season of Stranger Things yet? It's amazing. (laughs) And... Um, the next section, <laughs> Velma's bad at driving, um, but she thinks it's really funny. So like she nearly kills all of them oh, God. as she like drives back to the hotel. So now they're back at the hotel. They're just walking back in. Sounds like a plan, Shaggy nodded. I'm going to like take a quick smoke break before I head in. Calm my nerves, you know? Take your time, buddy. Daphne patted Shaggy's shoulder before grabbing Velma's elbow and leading the brunette into the hotel lobby. Velma had to hide her blush. She felt awful whenever Daphne and her were alone. Or, well, actually, she felt great. She had a crush on the ginger ever since they had first met, when Velma's Pokemon card collection fell out of her backpack at school. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) She had had a crush on the ginger ever since they had first met, when Velma's Pokemon card collection fell out of her backpack at school, and Daphne laughed at her before offering to help pick them up. It just... Daphne was such a sweet girl. This is heading too close. (laughs) She was beautiful, funny, tall... 100% 100% Velma's type, and yet she was with someone else. Sickly, dying. <laughs> you know what? That was fine. Velma respected Daphne and Fred. They had one of the best relationships Velma had seen out of two high school sweethearts. And even if Freddie was an idiot at times, <laughs> he genuinely cared. Daphne deserved someone who cared so uh, heavily about her. Mm. Velma looked away from Daphne as they you walked into the her, building. Velma. I believe right? in you. As they walked into the building, internally cursing at herself. Daphne pressed a button on the elevator, and the two and the two stood in wait. Are they gonna get stuck in this elevator? Do you know why they're so cold in here? Because it's ghosts. Oh yeah. Do you know why they keep it so cold in here? Daphne laughed nervously. I thought you were asking me. <laughs> the ghosts. Velma hadn't noticed. She supposed wearing a turtleneck and a trench coat together made for some better gear compared to Daphne's thin T-shirt. I assume they keep the inside of the air of the area cool on a hot summer's day. Velma shrugged. Really? It could just be a man- malfunctioning air conditioning unit. Right. The elevator door swung open, and Velma turned to find a corpse! Uh, I thought they were going to get stuck in the elevator and have to kiss. Well, <laughs> no. Instead, um... Dang it! They see a corpse! That's the opposite of what I wanted. A corpse! <laughs> oh no! A corpse! Is it the dead Instagram model? The frozen, bloodied corpse of a young yes. woman! Propped into a sitting position in the elevator, Ew. her eyes bloodshot and her fingernails broken. Ew. Her designer clothes were ruined, stained a deep crimson from a deep carnivorous wound. Supposed- cavernous. Cavernous wound. Oh, that's worse. Supposedly somewhere in her chest area. Ew. It looked as if her teeth had yeah. been pulled from her mouth. You gotta do that. Velma could only stare in horror as Daphne screamed. I'm surprised they 
they left her fingertips because you also got to take those off. And that's the end. Damn it! <laughs> and that is where we leave the Mystery Incorporated no. files. Ugh. On the cliffhanger of a century. <sighs> but alas, we won't know if Velma and Daphne will ever get to consummate their love. Uh, um, if she will enter a three-way with Fred. Maybe Daphne's that. Polly. I mean, um, fair. Uh, we won't find out what Shaggy's issue is. I suspect anxiety Something. based on the TV show that he is afraid of everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Will he have a conversation with Scooby in a... Fever dream. In a fever dream. Super high. I hope so. Um, <laughs> so I feel like Scooby talking has to come up at some point. Yes. Like, it's got that to. That just seems like a nod that's too hard to miss. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, the author, there's some of the notes. Um, oh, I want Yeah. Give me the notes. It's like the end of the previous chapter notes is, uh, thanks for the kudos, folks. I'm a bit nervous about writing some parts of this, but I'm excited to delve into the mystery building up to it all, up to y'all. You guys got any ideas as to what's going on or suggestions for future locations? Okay, so what I think is going on is that this Instagram model is somehow connected to this health organization. And so this Habersberger woman uh, had to do some... Oh my God. Did you ever see that movie Repo? Maybe. Yes. The genetic no. opera? Did I not make you watch this? No, oh, you did this not. Was, this was in high school when we weren't friends. So... <laughs> That Reboot the Genetic Opera is an insane movie and you just have to watch it. But basically, what I think, there's a cavernous wound. I think this health organization helped her get like a kidney or a <gasps> lung and then took it back <gasps> because she like broke the contract or something oh or like talked about them poorly on social media or like exposed them. That's my theory. <laughs> Ooh, no, that's a good, that's a good one. The other thing would be interesting if, like, yeah, maybe they stole, the, like, a kidney or, like, a heart from her. Yeah. And they, like, reallocate it to someone worthy. Ooh, yeah. Because they're all about, the, like, the saving the lives. They were like, your life's not worth it. All you're doing is being an Instagram model. Yeah. So they gave it to, like, yeah. a prodigy. Yes, exactly. That's Ooh. my, I'm making that my canon until 99 Ghosts comes and stops me. Right? <laughs> but, yes, upsettingly... Um, there are no additional updates. It was very clearly laid out to be a bigger thing. So I know yes. part of this is either written or like storyboarded somewhere in the world. Right. Get back to me. Get back to me. Right. Exactly. So. Ugh. Okay. But I mean, it was still good. No, I loved it. it. And this is really good. 99 Ghosts. I know you're out there. Ugh. Please. Please. We're begging you. We're begging you. I really, I really want this to happen. <laughs> I really need to know what happens at the Snowy Pink We know Inn. that you had a plan. <laughs> Just tell me what the plan was. Tell me what the plan was. <laughs> was I right? I really want to know if I'm right. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I'm going to leave you here with this spooky little spooky, gritty spooky, number. Spooky. Thank you all for joining us before our official season three release. We will be coming back for season three officially on November 12th, where I will be reading After Two. <laughs> the Reckoning. No, what is After Two called? <laughs> after Two Electric Boogle. <laughs> <laughs> after, after, after two, too fast, too furious. Too after, too late. <laughs> too after, too before. 
<laughs> no, it's just in the, I know there's an after two, and it's called like after two, uh, after we fell, or after we collided, or uh, oh yeah, it's called like after we collided or something. But after two on uh, Wattpad is just called after two. <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be after two. So stick around for that uh, joyous occasion. I promise the audio will be better than the first after, but it will be just as many stupid bits. So if you liked if you liked the first episode but didn't like the audio, this will be right up your alley. Please listen to it. You can find us at Fine Bearings Podcast on Instagram, on TikTok, on Tumblr, and maybe on Twitter. If it's not on Twitter yet, edit this out. And if you are 99 Ghosts, you better get in contact with us at findfairiespodcast.gmail.com. But if you're not 99 Ghosts, you can also get in touch with us there and send us your old fanfiction or fanfiction that has changed your life in significant ways by other people. And we might read it on the podcast or we might just read it and enjoy it for our own benefit. Sometimes I've done that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just fun to enjoy fanfic. You're like, wow, someone really loved this. Now I get to experience it with them. I feel connected to you guys sometimes when you do that. I really like it. <laughs> so with that, have a spooky, spooky Halloween, and we hope to see you back on November 12th. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>